Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues and our guest today from Detroit, Michigan, Sweet Crystal. And we're going to talk with Mark Speck from Sweet Crystal after we talk about what happened with me a couple of years ago. I was in an accident at work where I end up scalding my back. I spent the entire month on my stomach while my back wounds healed. And about two weeks into my healing, I realized that I haven't had a cigarette in about two weeks. So I quit smoking that way. And that worked for me, but I don't suggest it for anyone else. Thank goodness there's a company called Laser Therapy South located just outside of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people all over the world quit smoking, reduce stress, alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed its own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser Therapy, it's an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. Your success is measured immediately. Laser Therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is also your quit date. LaserTherapySouth.com, where all your questions can be answered. Check them out today. If you want to quit smoking, lasertherapysouth.com, where being a quitter is a good thing. We don't quit. Mark Speck and I don't quit because about a week or so ago, we we did this interview and uh, I failed to hit the record button or my software refused to record it. So here we are, old friends now. <laughs> I believe that's called a dress rehearsal. Is that what it's called? Yes, yeah, I, that was a dress rehearsal for this interview. So yeah, I, I was right. I was really upset about it. So I would call it a duress rehearsal nice. or a, or a stress <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> but uh, Sweet Crystal is the band, and Mark Speck is our guest. He's keyboardist, vocalist, and janitor. <laughs> I clean up the mess that the rest of the guys make. Yes, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> do they record at your studio when you guys record? Yeah, we do. As a yeah. matter of fact, I know this is just audio and uh, your audience can't see behind me. But yeah, we do all of our main tracking right here at Nightcrawler Music. Uh, it's it's a blessing to have all this technology here. It allows us to experiment, go outside the normal box of what we, you know, a regular recording studio will do because we are, we're kind of at our leisure to get things done. The downside is the fact that we own our own recording studio, so you're kind of at your leisure to get things done, which means <laughs> you're not paying up front. So some things take a lot longer than you expect because you'll come down and say, all right, let's track something today, or I could finish another cup of coffee, and I will grab the other cup of coffee. And eventually, <laughs> So it's a blessing. I'm not going to say it's a curse. There's no curse here at all. But uh, it is fun that we have this ability because we can experiment and after being together, the band has been together, the the core members, uh, myself, uh, Bill Bladder on guitar and Steve Weezer on drums, we've been together almost 50 years. Next year, 2024, will be our 50th year together as Sweet Crystal. So having this facility allows us to experiment, record at our leisure, but also be able to try things that would probably be pretty costly in a commercial studio to to spend time trying to triple quadruple track guitars just to try to get that big mm -hmm. queen sound or yeah. experiment with vocals. We have a new song coming out by the end of this year called uh, whatever's needed, whatever it takes. And we decided to try to invent a Coliseum full of people doing a chant. So we were oh, wow. quite a while. And it, I got to tell you, Tom, it came out amazing. Really? I, just, I played it for the guys last night at rehearsal. Cause we have, we have a gig coming up on Saturday and they hadn't heard this yet. So I put it together and just played the beginning of the song. And it just sounds like a stadium full of Sweet Crystal fans chanting the new tune. Wow. So that's so cool. So if you went to a recording studio and had to do that, that would take you some time and energy. And so being able to do it here allows us that kind of uh, just good times to work on brand new ideas. So I have to say we're very blessed to have this here. And at this point in our lives, we don't want to go out. We just rather come here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And and because it's audio only, people don't see what I'm seeing. But it's like sure. walking. The picture I'm seeing is like if you walked into the keyboard keyboard room at Guitar Center. That's what it's like. It's 
I see it, half a dozen much, keyboards. Yes, it pretty much is. I think they actually fashion their keyboard rooms out of what I own and what I paid <laughs> for over at the one in Canton. Uh, that that is my go-to store. I, I I like Guitar Center because you can go pick up things right away, and if yep. it doesn't work out, you can take it back. But you know, my other favorite, of course, is is Sweetwater. Uh, yep. I love those guys. Yeah, you know, making trips down there just to just to go to that store is a an adventure in itself. Even if you're not looking to buy something, you should stop by that place. It's absolutely stunning as a cool. music. Store. So let's talk a little bit about Sweet Crystal because uh, yep. I defined you today. I was talking to a friend of mine that builds amplifiers, uh, Bill Landry from Land Ramps, sponsor of the Music of America podcast. And I said, uh, I I don't consider you a gospel band i don't consider you a rock band i consider you a band that has a a christian message through rock and roll it's and it's, it's a, that's really a cool distinction you know is what that it is a distinction and somebody had mentioned to that uh, an interview i did a while back with a, a dj here in um, detroit doc uh doug Podell, the doc of rock and he mentioned that and he that he said the same thing about us he goes i know you guys really are a Christian band. He said, but I don't think of you like that. I said, I think of you as a band of Christian men. And mm -hmm. that could be because we, you know, cut our teeth on rock and roll. Starting out, we weren't a Christian band at all. We didn't have a, uh, a clear view of what we wanted to do. We were young and impressionable and we just wanted to be rock and roll stars. Right. So, right. you know, that's kind of what we did. And we, we came out being basically the bar band scene was very uh, exciting and very large here in, in Michigan uh, during the late 70s, early 80s. And we played five, six, seven nights a week, three, four, five sets a night. Wow. And that's how we that's how we got our chops down. That's how we got, I'd say, as, as professional and as good as we have become because we played all the time. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until some things happened in my life where I realized I was going down a, a very dark road and God came up and gave me a new path. Yeah. And basically right around 79, 80, there were some health issues that caused me to turn my life over to God. Thanks to the girl that was going to become my wife, Jan, I met her and she really got me on the right path. And because of that, Steve and Bill said they were fine with going in that direction of faith-based Christian music. Uh, other people left the band. We've been through quite a few people throughout the course of our careers, but Steve, Bill, and I have kept it together all along, finding ways to put our message into our lyrics. We don't hit our fans or our friends over the head with, you know, Jesus saves, you're going to hell. Well, some bands do. We're not a praise and worship band. Right. What we are is a, is a rock and roll band realizing we've been through some trying times and we found the light at the end of the tunnel for us. And that's what we try to do with our songs. If you listen to them, there's a lot of storylines in Sweet Crystal Music. They start off maybe in a negative situation, but by the time you get to the end of one of our songs, there is hope, there is inspiration. That's what we try to do with each of our songs, knowing that if we've been through bad times and hard situations, you probably have too, and maybe we have the solution you are looking for without even realizing that you're looking for a solution. And that's, I think that's the distinction about what Sweet Crystal is. We are here for the people, you know, and, and, and it's, it's not it's our really, job to save people. It's our job just to, to talk about God and, and let them know that we love them. And that's really what we do with, with our shows, our live shows and our recordings. It's really powerful in that it offers hope. It's really power, powerful in that it gives direction. You know, uh, you think of country songs, you think of the blues and you think of a song, a sad song, you know, and it pretty much leaves you there, you know, <laughs> like I'm sad at the beginning and I'm still sad. at the I'm end. still sad and I'm, I'm still drinking my, my misery away <laughs> or you're still gone. And then, you know, the, the morning is still bad. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I still lost my job, still lost my car, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, and when we talked the first time that didn't get recorded the order of songs. I want to flip them because the story that is told uh, through the titles of the songs, if you don't mind. No, okay. Uh, just a little bit more about sweet crystal. So uh, your original band though, you were playing clubs and so on and so forth. Were you doing original music even back then? Or were you doing covers? When Actually? You first yes. We started out doing original songs right from the beginning. Um, it's interesting to me that we cared about, we listened to a lot of progressive rock from uh, mostly overseas from the UK back when we started out because 
bands like Genesis and Pink Floyd and uh, that genre were very big in what we did. And so we we gravitated that way. But we started writing right from the beginning. As a matter of fact, we came up with nine songs uh, that I recently unearthed from recording in 1978 uh, that we did at the that bass player back then at his house on an eight track and wow. we've we put them together and i've i've cleaned them up and i've mastered them and we call it before the cross because it was all songs that's clever before we actually yeah. turned our lives around but what was interesting out of i'd say two or three of the songs in there were in the same lyrical vein but before we really knew what we were doing uh i mean before we knew god knew what we were doing and he gave us right. some songs that actually were uplifting and i go back and listen to some of them weren't some of them were awful I mean, the music <laughs> was cool but the lyrics you listen to them now and i go oh man well we were in a whole different mind space so i get it yeah. you know but some of them were very very cool uh one called sweet crystal blues which is about uh, drug addiction one is called um stand alone which is how feeling all by yourself and you're not really sure who to turn to in this world it's very interesting to go back and listen to these so we keep talking about releasing them whether we will or not, I don't know, but it is kind of fun to have found this entire little cache of songs that we recorded. Of course, that was analog tape and and eight track, and you know you can't go back and fix some of this stuff. I listen to it now, I go, yeah, so close. No, the the prefix tri means three, right? Yes. Like Trinity yes. three, trilogy three. Yep. So I've come up with an. This just hit me, but so your trilogy that you should release your your triple CD trilogy should be. Before the cross, the foot of the cross, the other side of Calvary. Calvary. Nice. Yeah. And that would be a nice triple CD. Isn't or that cool? I'm surprised vinyl is making such a big comeback. Huh? Yeah. That's a, oh, a triple vinyl. There you go. That'd be something. That'd be an expensive thing to release. That's the one thing about vinyl. You look at it and you just yeah. go, yes, you got to have a good fan base who wants to buy those kind of things. Because yeah, yeah. even, even at a wholesale uh, manufacturing, those are not cheap. Right, right. And I don't well, even have a turntable anymore, I don't think. We yeah. were just talking about that the other day. We uh, we have I'm in Vermont, okay, and we have great musicians that come up here and people are selling vinyl at their shows and you know when somebody shows up at a show and they've got a CD, I'll buy it, you know. And that's that's how you you help musicians, you know. And uh, some of these people have rolled into town now with vinyl. I've got a stack of records. <laughs> Nice. Like this, I don't have a turntable. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> so. it's interesting because you do see, you see a, a constant reminders that a band will make more money on their merch, the yeah. CDs, the vinyl, T-shirts, that kind of stuff at a show than they will ever make on streaming. Uh, I just got a nice little streaming check the other day, and I, I I went through and downloaded the stat sheet about all the places that these places stream. I'm very yeah. impressed. And then when I added up the 10, 15,000 streams that are on there. And then I look at the check and I go, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then some guy ordered four CDs two days ago. And I go, oh, look, I made more in these four CDs and I just made right. all this stuff. So that's, you know, that's the state of the business right now. If you're into it for making money, then you got to be somebody else than who we are. It's, money has never been a big driving force for Sweet Crystal, really, since we came to the path that we're on now. It yeah. really is just out about giving hope and, and enlightenment to people. So that's what keeps us going. If you make a buck along the way, buy a cup of coffee with it, you know, and just. Right. Yeah. I've heard, gig. I've had people joke about getting their, I won't say which format, but our platform, but getting their check from that place and yeah how do you divide 12 cents among six people <laughs> you know what's really funny i got a check once for two cents all right from google uh-huh and along with that check they sent me a 1099 form to fill out for two cents and i went you know what i'm never gonna fill that out and their books will forever be come off and come and get me <laughs> That's, I probably fun. shouldn't say that live, but you know, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. How much did it cost you? Well, there are eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents that just got hired, right? <laughs> yeah, one of those guys will go. Hey, these people never claim this too. That, that's right. I love that. Look, we're going to spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars to go after after Sweet Crystal because they never claim their two cents. <laughs> Man, that's so funny. But anyway, I, I got such a care. I actually put that thing in a frame. That's funny. So let's talk about your music. And like I said, I want to talk about them in this order because how the the flow of this 
it's different than what we did the the last time. So the first song I want to talk about is at the foot of the cross, and so much happens at the foot of the cross, both historically and personally. So I think that's I think that's where the song came from. Uh, I'd like to say it's autobiographical, but I think it's more biographical. I think there's more people that can relate to what that song is about than just saying, "Well, this is a story of my life." It really is a story about coming to the end of your rope, finding yourself in a, in a place where you have no way to go farther down because you feel this is it. Now, what do I do? And the, the, the gist of the song is then the still small voice starts talking to you. It's your job to listen, mm-hmm. but it will always be there to talk to you whenever you're in need of that. And I think that's what foot of the cross is it, you know, you're, you're on your knees, you're on your back, you're on your face. And that's when God can come to you and there's nowhere else to go, but up as long as you're willing yeah. to listen. Father Bill Lyons was my uh, religious mentor, I guess, when I was in college. He's the one who gave me a little placard that said, Lord, grant me patience, but I want it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and and he told me once, we, we were at uh, University of Missouri-St. Louis, and uh, we met for lunch, and then we walked down, and we were just sitting by one of the the, the lakes at the university, just sitting and we were talking about spiritual spirituality, growth, whatever. And he talked to me about spiritual breathing. And he says, uh, what happens is you breathe in, you breathe in that God loves you. And when you exhale, you exhale that I love God. And you just get into that mantra kind of thing. And that's when, Tom, you have to shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to listen, which is what you're saying. You know, when you're... And and you don't have to be totally despaired, but that happens a lot. You hear those the stories of people that are at the end of their rope, and that's where they go to the foot of the cross, you know. Right. But it doesn't always have to be that. It can sometimes just be through an exercise of like spiritual breathing, where you can transport yourself to the foot of the cross. You can think of what Jesus did and what he had to go through, and he did that for you, and he did that for me. And I don't mean to preach, you know, I don't because that's not what I do. Sure. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not. That's not what I do. <laughs> And that's and that's the same with Sweet Crystal. We don't preach from the stage. We just play our music. We yeah. we love playing, but the the music, the, the lyrics itself tell the story. And I'm always I'm very grateful when after a show somebody new comes up to us and said, you know, they'll actually ask, "We so are you talking about God up there?" You know, like it got into their ear. And but yeah. because most of the songs we do are original, and you you're not familiar with them for the most part, unless you're a fan of ours, it's interesting that that it'll click in their head and they'll come up and talk and that gives you the opportunity as a musician as a christian to say yeah this is what we're talking about you know i'm not here to save you i'm just here to let you know that there is somebody there waiting to talk to you you know and that's what i love so much about your guys ministry man it's not in your face you know you're not bludgeoning anybody you're just saying god is literally using you as a vehicle to get his message out and if it touches somebody then they come to you and say hey was that about god yeah, it brought them, and, and we're not ashamed of the message, you know. But it's up to the it's up to the Holy Spirit to take over their lives. But you know, right. we're more than happy to talk to them if if their spirit moves them to come talk to us. It's very cool, especially when you get them to the foot of the cross, which is the name of the first song we're going to play. So the band is Sweet Crystal from Detroit, Michigan. Our guest Mark Speck here on the Music of America podcast and the song Foot of the Cross.
just begun At the foot of the cross The foot of the cross Salvation, redemption, a new life This is what it will cost Bring all your troubles and treasures and count Count them as loss Michigan on the Music of America podcast, and that song is called Foot of the Cross. We're going to be on the other side of the cross with a song called The Other Side of Calvary, and we'll talk with Mark Speck about that in a moment. The jingle that hits like a single, that's the slogan for Jingle Lingo, an advertising vehicle designed to create a unique and personal jingle to promote and position your business and make it stand out above the crowd. Think of all the musical jingles you may have heard through the years. Who wrote that? Who came up with that jingle? right? Well, Jingle Lingo can and will put your business into higher vision and focus on all your advertising needs. Jingle Lingo, custom-made, custom-designed with you and for you through the talents of accomplished singer and songwriter Courtney Davis Jackson. Check them out today and get to work on your own personalized musical jingle from Jingle Lingo, www.jinglelingo.com. The jingle that hits like a single. Mark Speck, singer, songwriter, musician, extraordinaire, and Christian, and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, the next song we're going to hear really touched me uh, for so many reasons when we spoke about this in our non-recorded interview. But the other side of Calvary, just the image of that, that message, the other side of Calvary, and a phrase I've used for decades is that if Jesus didn't conquer death, then he just would have been a great man but we're on the other side of Calvary. You know, we're on the other side of everything that he did and went through for our sake. And that, that spoke to me just in that title. You wrote this song. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. uh, I do the majority of the, the initial writing of these tunes. I do mostly the arrangement as well, but I allow the other musicians, Bill and Steve and Marty, Martin Kukar, who's our current bass player, number Mm -hmm. 13, um to do their own parts you know because i i feel that billy is probably the best musician in the band and so i always allow him free reign with the guitar parts of, of what we do that being said the other side of calvary came about because i was thinking about what happens next that was really the question i thought well i know who jesus is i know what jesus did for me and i've accepted it and i'm going from you know salvation to redemption but what what does that mean I said, so what, what comes next? What happened? What do I expect to happen after Calvary, after I acknowledge what Jesus did for us? And that's where this song came from. I started thinking about it. And if you listen to the lyrics, it really is all about acknowledging what's happened for us and what we're supposed to do with that knowledge. We take the knowledge of what comes next. And we're trying to tell other people about it through the lyrics of this song. It is a very powerful song. We love playing it. Uh, we've got a, an extended version that we kind of do live and the the smaller cut on the, the Seventh Heaven CD. But uh, it really is what comes next. And you have to think about that. So it's like, 
what comes next after pretty much anything you do in your life. You know, all right, I got up today. Well, what comes next? I went shopping today. All right, what comes next? All right, I pay my taxes. Well, what comes next? This is probably the biggest what comes next in your life. You know, once you accept what Christ has offered you and you accept it, okay, so now what? And that's that's a that's a tricky path at times. You know, if you listen to the uh, some spiritual leaders, you know, they'll just talk about, well, now your life's going to be blessed. You won't yep. have any problems. Yeah, well, that ain't, that's not quite. We all know that ain't true. <laughs> you know, you, you know, send your tithes and checks, and you will become a multimillionaire. No, nah, that's not going to work either. So that's kind of what this song is all about. This is what comes next. What comes both next in this life and the life to come. That's that's probably the biggest thing. There is a life after this life. And not everybody, I think, grasps that concept that this is not all there is. Looking around at my studio, looking around at my city, looking around at my government, looking around at my world here, this is not all there is. But I sometimes think people don't realize this is not the, the end. This is just the next step to get to the other side of Calvary. And what comes next is probably going to be more than even any of us can imagine. It's like a, what's the line from Carousel? Uh, there's a, a hell of a lot of stars in the sky, and the sky is so big, the sea looks small, and two little people, you and I, we don't count at all. Ooh. You know, so something of that magnitude, we 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 can only try to imagine what what God has in store for us. Yeah. And it, and the, and the, the word says you can't. We have no idea what right. it is, no matter how good it, or cool we think it is. It's even beyond that. I just, I'm just looking forward to seeing some people again that are yeah. gone. That's, I think that's one of the the needed. Besides being able to fall down at the feet of God and worship Him and and meet Jesus in person, as worthy as we are, I just can't wait to see some people that have gone ahead. I mean, I I think about it all the time and go, what are they doing there? Yeah, I can't wait. Well, to if, find if you out. get there before I do, say <laughs> hi to my mom and dad. Exactly. That's <laughs> what we're talking about. People like that. It's kind yeah. of, oh man, I just can't wait to see them again. Cause I know we will, God promises that, that it right. wouldn't, it wouldn't be heaven. If you just went there and you stood around, looked around going nice cloud. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. What time's <laughs> lunch? Yeah. You know, that would not be heaven. Heaven would be, eternity with god with christ and with your loved ones i mean that would be heaven and we're not just going to sit around that's when i'm this is interesting time i i hope that writing songs spiritual songs like we do uh will live forever you know yeah. that's what i'm hoping that our music will be there as well and even new songs that we haven't come up with it because i love playing i love doing what i do i'm thinking my heaven would be that to keep writing and keep coming up with more and more powerful tunes for God. I'm hoping that's what will happen. You know, well, so that's that's one of the things I think about when I think about the other side of Calvary. Is that a possibility? That's cool. When, when Nobody I was singing, knows, except the was, people there. <laughs> when, when I was singing in choir, I had a music stand and had a little prayer card on there. It says, when you sing worship, you're actually praying twice. Oh, that's sweet. Because you're, you're saying the words, but it's also... The, the gift of music that the Holy Spirit uses to elevate that and those around you. And that's what Sweet Crystal does. And that's what you do with your lyrics, which leads me to ask, and then we'll get into the song, but are your lyrics and how you write, is it, how do I say this, inspired by the Holy Spirit and then you go with it? Or is it led by the Holy Spirit or a combination of those when when you sit down to write? I say the lyrics are the hardest thing I have to finish, right? Mm -hmm. Lyrics always come second, except on a, on a few occasions where something has just spoke to me and I wrote it down. I go, that's a great line. This is what this is about. But like Calvary or I actually have the music first. I don't know uh -huh. where it's going to go. We actually work on and the band gets together every week. We were together last night. We've got a gig tomorrow. Um, and we just work on new ideas all the time, but we don't work on new song ideas per se like i have this lyric i want to work with we just work on the music first and then i'll sit back and listen to music and I go what does this remind me of and i think at that point then it's it's probably the holy spirit inspiring me to find something that makes sense but it takes a while to finish lyrics i mean i'm still tweaking the ones for the next song that's coming out i mean the last mm -hmm. thing to get recorded are the vocals uh we've been getting all the music done and it's me have to come in here and, and lay that down but I start laying them down, listening back to them. I go, you know, it's not quite as strong as I think it should be. 
So I just, I just kind of walk away from it for a while and then come back to it. So they're the hardest thing for me to write, but when, when they're, when they're right and they're correct, then I know it in my heart. I go, man, that's good. That talks to me, talks to the guys in the band. Then we know, well, it's bound to talk to somebody. I don't know who, but if, if we're moved by it, then it's gotta be where the direction this song is supposed to go. Art is open to interpretation. So if you're all interpreting it the same way, I guess is where I'm going with this, then it's no longer your work. Now I will present it to the guys uh, and to my wife, Jan. I'll just say, so this is what I have in here and they'll be honest about it. You Mm -hmm. know, they'll say, yeah, that's okay. You know, if I say that's okay, then I know it's not cool. (laughs) what What I'm saying, what I'm saying is it's no longer your work. If, if you can have a piece of art and it's accepted the same way around, your bandmates and it's not just you it's got to be something else there's got to be a stronger force at work yeah that that message has to get out with this vehicle that god has put together he put together sweet crystal it took you guys however many years to get to where you are now you know because your conversion came what 10 years into the business oh yeah yeah Yeah. we were together for uh, i would say six to seven years before my life had to change so yeah and now it's going on, like I said, 50 years. So I've had 40 years behind me of doing what I think God wanted me to do. Sounds like it, judging by <laughs> what we've heard and your track record and the We're powerful works. You're still here. <laughs> he says you're still here. He hasn't told me to come home yet. There you so go. <laughs> just keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, which nice. is playing your next song. <laughs> Excellent. So Sweet Crystal's our band. Our guest today, Mark Speck from Sweet Crystal, and this song is The Other Side of Calvary.
The Other Side of Calvary, powerful song. The band from Detroit called Sweet Crystal. Our guest today, Mark Speck, and I'm your host, Tom Pollard. We'll get back to Mark and talk about another song about being soldiers of the crown. What's cool about this, I'll just say this, and then we'll get into the conversation. But uh, what I really enjoy about this type of interview is it's not an in-your-face evangelical Christian hour couple of Christian men that are talking about things and faith is part of the things that we're talking about. I love that. And I love that we're able to do that, Mark. So thank you. And before I forget to do that again, I wanted to say at this time. Okay. So you meet, you fall in love, you commit to each other. That's the easy part. But somehow after two years or so things, well, they begin to be challenging emotions and flair have waned. You disagree more. You feel disillusioned at times. And that period of disappointment can last a long time, even years. That's usually when couples seek out therapists to help them learn better communication skills. Two Years After Forever, a relationship workbook, is dedicated to help couples find that effective communication. This guidebook, sort of a how-to book, teaches you some skills to learn about communication deficiencies that likely exist, but better. It offers exercises to improve those skills and be better communicators, better partners. Two Years After Forever. It's not a self-help book. It's a workbook. You have to do the work. And if you do these exercises, do them together, and apply the lessons learned, you will absolutely see a difference in your relationship, particularly lasting into the future, like forever. Two years after forever. Author Mike Pollard, 30-year therapist, twoyearsafterforever.com, and available at Amazon today. Two years after forever. Available today and forever. Mark Speck from Sweet Crystal and... It's, it's so weird, man, because we met once and we did like an hour long interview. And now I feel like eh, it's Mark, you know, <laughs> it's Mark. How you doing? What's he going to say? I know what he's going to say in the meantime. Ah, it's just it's really cool. It's uh, what you're saying about just uh, technology and how it, it, it it's brought people together. And it's just it's, it's really very, comfortable. When I think of somebody cool. that that has had 50 years experience in the music industry. And, and not in a small market. I mean, it's one thing to to play down at, you know, Taco Pete's every Thursday night because you're the only, <laughs> only place where you can get a beer on a Thursday night, you know, and I get a, I happen to have a guitar. That's one thing, you know, but to, put, be, to be playing music for 50 years in a major metropolitan area like Detroit, and then you're not Seeger, you're not Prince, you're not Ted Nugent, you're singing about Jesus and we salvation, are. and it's amazing that you're able to pull it off for as long as you guys I, have. I feel very blessed. The fact that we are still together. It's interesting to me. Um, I have a keyboard tech that goes with me to all my live shows to help me set up and tear down. And his, his name is Dennis Malloy, but there are some, there are quite a few independent singer songwriter, uh, Christian artists here in Michigan that I will play with on occasion, open for, or I'll guest on their, their recordings. And I never really thought that the, the band Sweet Crystal was making any kind of difference overall. We but we keep we feel good about what we do, so we keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And Dennis was telling me because he also hangs out with these other individuals that he said they all look up to Sweet Crystal. And I said, looked up, up to us for what? And they said the fact that you are still doing what you're doing, following the path that God gave you. He said they because mm -hmm. he said all of them at one time or another has have said i can't do this anymore i don't see any results i'm not sure that what i'm doing is actually making a difference and they said they look to sweet crystal and see that whether we are or aren't making a difference the fact that we continue strong in our belief and what we're doing said both of these individuals i'm thinking about both said they said they're just going to continue if we can do it they can do it too and i 
that was very touching to me. I had no idea that other artists in the, in our genre even knew who we were, let alone watched what we did. So that that was very humbling, but a, a real blessing to hear. I would imagine, Mark, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm not in Detroit. I don't know anybody there but you. <laughs> but I would imagine that it doesn't, it transcends not just your genre. You know, That's very possible. It's very there, possible. Detroit's such a big music city. And to have played five decades, you've you've covered at least three different musical trends since you guys have been around. I mean, three pronounced musical trends. Sure. I mean, you've you you came at the end of disco, for example, and you made it through the hairband era into the progressive punk, grunge, and now maybe techno rap hip hop kind of era. And you're still doing it. And you're still and doing it well, and you're still getting big crowds. I think what's interesting about Sweet Crystal, too, is the fact that we've never chased musical trends, you know, because like you said, it's all these different things going. You can hear different artists like picking up on what's current. The thing is, if you're trying to be current, you're already behind the ball. It's already moved on because it, it's not static. Uh -huh. But Sweet Crystal has all we've developed in our writing style. We've developed in our playing ability. We Technology has developed to make our sound better and, and more competitive. But we've never changed the way that we write or the way that we think or the way that we put together our songs. And I think that's pretty interesting from from day one. And we have people that we've known for 40 years that are still fans and friends. And it's fun to us to see that we continue to do exactly what we do. But if you listen to our whole catalog, there's a wide variety of songs and a wide variety of, of ways that we presented our music. And that's yeah. what's kind of fun for us to go back and listen to a, a piano based ballad and the foot of the cross with this heavy slide guitar and the uh, other side of Calvary with the big kind of symphonic horns and, and, and that type of production. So it's fun to hear the difference in, in how we present what we do, but we've never chased trying to sound like the guy who's out there right now making a lot of money. We just keep putting together our music in our spirit and we just hope it'll help somebody along the way. All right. Here's a real easy segue. Thank you for that. Because that really, I was going to say it really makes you guys soldiers of the crown. Holy ground, we're true believers. 
Crown, a song from Sweet Crystal, our third song to hear today from Mark Specken Band. And Mark, this is recorded, first of all, so thank God for that. Yes. <laughs> and and secondly, it's just amazing how having met you only only twice, it's it's like I've known you my whole life. And it's it's a real blessing to have you have come into my life. So thank you for that. I appreciate uh, it. This is the list. Thank you. This is the last segment of the show, and we call it Shameless Self-Promotion. So this is, uh, you're going to be on the air, I guess it's it's almost December, so let's talk about December, what's coming up, and what's coming up in 2024. A variety of things. If you want to follow us, the best thing, of course, is uh, www.sweetcrystal.com, where we post everything that we're doing and where we're going to be and, and new videos and and those type of uh, those type of products. Basically, now that it's December, uh, second and third here in town is always a two-day, 50-plus band event where it's Rock for Tots, sponsored by one of the big radio stations here in town. This will be the fifth time that we've played it over the course of its inception, and we love doing it. We're Saturday night. Uh, we are at 6.30 on the dot. There are five minutes in between bands, so you need wow. to be there. Get up. <laughs> Play your 20 minutes and get out of there. But we love doing it. Uh, it'll be broadcast live, I'm sure, on Facebook because they do that every year. It's called Rock for Tots over at Freddy's Bar. But we are on the, the first day at 630. That's the, that's a biggie. After that, we've got some uh, events here in town. At Token. If you're in Detroit, you know the Token Lounge. If you look at their marquee on Facebook, you'll see when we're going to show up there. The main thing we're doing right now is trying to release the next single, uh, whatever is needed, whatever it takes. It should be out by the time this interview comes, but if not, it'll definitely be out before Christmas because you, you want to release new things right before the holidays. So it gives people something to listen to. Uh, it'll be at all the, the the major streamers plus our band camp site. Uh, if you just Google the name Sweet Crystal, the band, you will find four or five Google pages of who we are going back to the days when we all wore spandex. So you can, you can, there's some historical sweet crystal out there. A YouTube channel has them all. It's kind of fun to go back and look at that and see where we came from and hopefully where we're going. So it's real easy to find us. We have merch online over at, uh, at the, the band camp site. If you need t-shirts or 
we sometimes bring them to gigs, but not always. We usually just bring CDs to gigs and hand them out. We don't like to charge. We we tell people, oh, you really can't charge for Jesus. So that makes us yeah. a terrible salesperson, but it makes us great people to know if you need a gack. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, get all my Christmas shopping at your next gig for before free. Christmas. Yes, there we'll you go. <laughs> Actually, we did that one year because we, we when we go to see shows, we go out to see two or three bands a week usually. And when they're selling CDs, we'll buy CDs. We'll end up in a month with a stack of CDs like like this, you know. And at Christmas, we just one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. We made stacks of three CDs of different artists that we'd seen over the course of the year. And wrapped them up wow. and said, "Here, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas." See, that's very cool. Uh, the fact that you you buy CDs, buying merch from a a, a live band, actually makes them more money uh, as profit than any of the streaming services, unless right. you happen to be, you know, Taylor Swift. But so that's that's a great way to promote any local band. If you want to know how to promote a band, if you like them, buy some of their merch because that's where they recoup some of their expenses and be able to invest in themselves, which is huge. It's it's not a cheap business to be in. I'm sitting here. I'm sorry, I got stuck on the Taylor Swift. I'm imagining her with a two dollar or a two cent check. <laughs> Oh but, man, I can't right, even. So, I, I, I don't even think about stuff like that for her. Support your <laughs> artists, yes, and that's a great fans. way to do it. Get the get the merch, get the CDs. Even if you don't have a CD player, I mean, I, I, like I said, I bought vinyl. I've got a stack of right. vinyl, and I don't have a record player, so and no record. Somebody will. That's Mark, uh, happy holidays to you and the band. Thank you. God bless you, Tommy. We'll see Thank you, you man. Again. Sweet Crystal was the band, and up next, we'll be in Jackson, Michigan, with the Bad Mojo Band. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.